Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. guess it's your turn to be in charge? I think it's my turn today to be in charge. I think you were in charge last time. I was, but that doesn't mean I can't be in charge two weeks in a row. Oh, well, then did let you me just call have this it? one. Did you call shotgun? I did it. Shotgun. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Um, I do know what episode it is, and I watched. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. All right, Smarty Pants, what's the episode? Episode 169. One what? One, oh, New York. I knew as I was writing this down you were going to make jokes. Aww. 169. There you go. <laughs> well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 169, as you just heard from mm-hmm. Jamie from Light FM in New York City. I think you should go on Light FM and say you're Jamie from the Walkers and Talkers podcast. I think I should. I think more people may know me that way. Yeah. And of course, I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. I say, of course, but this could be your first time listening. Yeah. But and they listen last, in order. They, listen, they do listen in order. I hope you do. Uh, we got a t- uh, tweet from Jessica Scruggs who said, by the way, I was not ready for the ASMR on my late night walk last night. So she's, I guess, a week behind and she listened oh, to our episode or yeah, two weeks behind, whatever it is, when we played the uh, Walking Dead ASMR audio. Yeah. Uh, she also tweeted us, I need some snappy banter in my life. <laughs> so here is your snappy banter. Here it comes. Um, Marcus Cheney. Oh, Marcus always, what's up, Marcus? I am too claustrophobic. I nearly had a heart attack watching Jerry get stuck. We'll talk about that. (gasps) Oh, I did. Dude, I would have kissed my ass goodbye. Just be a stuck walker until I decay enough to slither out of there. I I was a little mad at Jerry. I'll tell you why. 
It just really? seemed obvious, which he didn't do till the end. Uh, Sarah at SWolfie79 uh, will address this. I'll read it now. Despite all the promos, the hype to build up, I'm literally screaming, not Jerry, <laughs> at my TV right now. <coughs> well, as it turned out, no spoiler, it was not Jerry. No. Uh, Zach Farah says they are putting a show in between The Walking Dead and Talking Dead again. Yeah. Better hear bitching. So uh, this week they did better. Better call Saul. The return of yes. And next week we'll talk. They're putting a show. We'll talk about that. The new show. Because I did. I do have some thoughts on the new show. But okay. next week, also Talking Dead is eleven o'clock at night, Oof. which is bullshit. It's just it bullshit. really is. So we're gonna throw out some fu's. I'm gonna say fu. Better call Saul, even though I know people love it. But oh. uh, stop doing that. Yeah. Now it's back to Mondays. It's torture. It is a little bit of torture. It's a little bit of torture. So, also, somebody tweeted us and said, um, was it tweeting or text messaging? I forget where it was. Or maybe it was on our Walkers and Talkers Instagram. They said, I've missed you guys for weeks. When are you coming back? We've I said, been we, there. Did, we did two episodes. Yeah. Like, oh, can't wait to hear the show again now that The Walking Dead is back. I'm like, this is too. Uh... Usually, when it's not even on, we do a show. Right. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, AMC Walking Dead on Instagram put up the picture, uh, a picture of. Alpha and Negan. I commented on that. You saw that? I did. What did you write? Oh, let's see. I want to see if I can pull up. I want to get. I, I want to get exactly what they said. So you saw it? Yes. And I had a. I had a very. Dis, uh, what What is the word I'm looking for? I had. I was very opinionated about one thing, on there. They give you two options. Okay. Oh, we there were two options. Yeah. Okay, hold on. No, I don't see the picture. Was I, it AMC Walking Dead? I think so. I'll, I'll pull it up too. Because I commented. I was like, oh, man, I know which one I'm going to pick. Uh, nope, but... I think we're talking about different pictures. Oh, are we? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so I don't remember which picture it was, but they the 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 uh, gist of the story was, oh, Negan's a talker, Alpha's a walker. They're perfect together. Oh, I saw a different one. Oh, uh, which one did you see? The one I saw was them naked touching each other, and it said, what's more of a deal breaker for you, leaving their socks on or a mask on? Oh, here it is. You wrote socks. I wrote socks. Ew, don't leave. They had black socks on that were like high socks. I was so creeped out by that. Are you telling me (laughs) that you would rather kiss a man wearing the skin of another dead man on his face? Or maybe that dead man... With the dead skin of another man's face down in a region. Ew, no, they're both horrible. Worse than socks. Aesthetically, from like when they did the long shot away, like the socks really bothered me. Okay. (laughs) Take them off. You took everything else off. uh, Why would you want to stand barefoot in that world? Oh, why why would you want to touch each other in that world? Now, I, look, I look. They're not washing their parts. Here's the other thing. Speaking of washing their parts, <laughs> not that I paused it and zoomed in or anything, which I did not. Sure. But I feel like <laughs> I understand visually the actress and the actor probably would not want to give the appearance of being ungroomed in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But I feel like when you show naked bodies and they are 2020 the year groomed. Yeah. Uh, you know, how's that happening? Like, I, if anyone should be hairy, it should be Alpha. Yeah. Like, you want to tell me Michonne is finding a razor somewhere, and she's, you know, every week she's grooming herself up? Well, when she fights, there's no armpit hair. 
Well, someone she doesn't fight. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying is Alpha did not have any. No. And I feel like if anyone on the planet would. It would be her. Be Alpha. Because she always says we're animals. We're feral, She basically. just pooped in the woods. Oh. Right? Oh, stop. So I feel like they could have put a little fake bush under there. Yeah. <laughs> right? Probably. <laughs> I don't know why I noticed that, but oh, I was thinking. Oh, you noticed. Well, here's the thing. When I saw her to- sort of topless. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to be a hairy mess. Oh. <laughs> All over. He he, he kind of seemed to like it. He was like, "Oh." Well, we'll we'll talk about that. Um, the man knows no bounds. He, I he's, mean, he's just. I will say he was. He did give her a sexy look. He's a sexy. Well, man. I want to talk. Okay, so let's let's. But talk the internet was blowing up the other opposite direction. So let's talk about a couple of things. Okay. Uh, Negan has a unique whisperer mask. He went to Greg Nicotero and said, um, "Is there a way to cut a smile into it?" So if you look at it, it actually, by his the opening of the skin, has a carving almost like the Joker. I was just thinking about the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a, a fake smile. Put a smile on that. His face. wife commented on social media. Apparently, his wife. Yes, I read that. Hillary, Hillary Burton. Burton <laughs> Hillary Burton Morgan. Now, um, they waited for the kids to go to bed to watch the episode, and uh, you know, as you know, she gave him a crass reward. Yeah. And so she, she, uh, I guess it was a tweet. Was it Twitter or Instagram? Uh, her Instagram. Instagram. I watched At the Walking Dead after the kids fell asleep last night. This scene, old daddy has a way of looking at a gal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it is cute. <laughs> and then she wrote, only you could have made that situation kind of hot at Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I'm on team Hillary Burton Morgan She here. says, prepping my own zombie flesh mask now. <laughs> Hashtag Negan's wife. I love her. She cracks me up. I mean, she's Negan's wife. Yeah, for real. Okay, so let's talk about the sex scene when we get to the sex scene on the show. Okay. We, got a lot we, to we talk won't about jump it. the ship. Uh, uh, jump the ship. Or that's not that word. Jump the shark. <laughs> that's <laughs> also not correct. <laughs> what, what, what word am I looking for? Jump ahead. Jump ahead. Jump around. Or just that. Jump around. Okay. It's been a week. <laughs> right. <laughs> jump the ship. <laughs> ship them on a ship. Hashtag ship them on a ship. For those old school fans of yes, this podcast. Yes, for, for our original listeners. Um... Angela Kang, showrunner, took over the uh, Walking Dead's Instagram page uh, during uh, before the midseason premiere, and somebody asked her about Maggie's return. They said, tell us about Maggie's return in one word. And mm. she said, well, does nick of time count? So mm. Maggie returns in the, nick of time. in the nick of time. So what is she doing? Who is she saving in the nick of time? I was just thinking she's saving someone, but... Now, hmm. now here's the thing. We already know that... Yumiko, Eugene, and King Ezekiel go to the Commonwealth, Mm -hmm. where they could run into her, and she could save the day there. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I think they bring the party to Maggie. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, I think she saves the day there. Or or she's in the nick of time, maybe they help Ezekiel get that thing out of his neck. That could be. Yeah, the tumor. Tumor, yeah. In his throat. That thing looks gnarly. Yeah, so, so, so somehow... Maggie returns in the nick of time. Okay. All right. So episode nine, squeeze. Yes. Uh, did you like it? I did. I, my hands were sweating. Happy episode. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. <laughs> uh, a couple of things where I forget. Um, 
Remember that uh, attraction we went to at Universal Studios in California? Oh, that I put a permanent dent in your shirt because I was grabbing it so tight yeah, out, the, of, out the, of fear. We're walking, <laughs> we, not fear the Walking Dead, but we yeah. went to the, through the Walking Dead exhibit, ride attraction. They call yeah. it an attraction. It's a walk-through, people, so right. you, you, you're not safe in a little cart. Right, so you walk through and then zo- zombies grab at you. Yeah. But Jamie took it as they're real walkers. I don't like it. And she was pulling on me hard. I'm sorry. And I don't mean that the way it sounds. I, <laughs> no. She was pulling my shirt. Yes, literally in a tight ball. I right. had it squeezed so okay, hard. Okay, again, it was, really... it was just the shirt <laughs> just the she shirt, was pulling. <laughs> it was no tight ball. It was the shirt. Um, it's quite the ride. Yes. That's what I'm saying. As is Jamie from what yes, I hear. Yes, I am. Quite yeah, the ride. Quite the ride. And so I, I was a little disappointed in it, mostly because I couldn't enjoy it because the blood was being squeezed out of my I'm, body I'm by so Jamie. Sorry. And again, the, by the shirt pulling on me and... Okay. Yeah. They closed it. It's the attraction has been closed. No, why? I feel like it's one of those you go, eh. Oh. It really was eh. Yeah. I mean, it looked okay, but it was eh. It wasn't like dark. It was, and, and you weren't like, it wasn't Jamie and uh, me walking alone. It was. You, there was a whole group You of were us. in a line. So as the line moved in, like, so you were like 10th and 10 people behind you. And yeah. So if somebody jumped out in front of you, it, it grabbed the person three ahead of you. It was like, oh, that guy got grabbed. Yeah. But yeah, Jamie was still, ah, ah. Yeah, I was I was freaking out. So that closed. Oh, that's kind of sad. Also, uh I did the uh unimaginable. Uh-oh. I paid 30. <gasps> paid $30 for AMC Premiere. They had a sale. It's half price I'm right now. I'm trying to do that. Well, I'm having a problem as is Jamie. So uh for 30 this is what I, was what I figured. For $30. For the year. Right. Half price. It's $5 a month. So I was going to do it for 2 months and watch The Walking Dead and then not necessarily need to watch the other two shows on Friday. Yeah. But since we watch them and review them and I have to type them up as all these it's a notes. Lot. It's a lot. I'm up late and then if Walking Dead is delayed, I'm up late. The Talking Dead rather. So I paid the $30. It was half price. 60 I wasn't going to pay. Yeah. 30 I, w- I got in. Yeah. So I watched The Walking Dead on Friday. No commercials. There oh, was one man, ad. There was nice. one ad for the new uh, Jason Siegel show, which we'll talk about in a minute few minutes. That's the one that's going to ruin our Sunday this week. Okay. It's not going to ruin mine because I'm going to watch yeah, The Walking Dead. Yeah, you're going to watch it tomorrow. Well, fr- tomorrow or Saturday. We're taping this on a Thursday. Uh, on Friday or Saturday at my leisure. Oh, at my leisure on my nice. on my television. Yeah. So I have I have a lot of fire sticks in the house, but the ones that are technically mine um, is the one in the master bedroom. Okay. Which my wife uses Apple TV, so I use the fire stick. Yep. For the logins and whatnot. Yeah, and then in 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 we have like a, a it's, it's a, I call it a den. It's really just a room down. It's off the side. It's a room, and so the one in the bedroom is a 2019 fire stick, and the one downstairs is like a 2016 2017 oh, fire stick. Old. It works, but it's older. You okay. wouldn't you wouldn't really notice a difference. Yeah. Okay. So I bought the package for half price on my phone. No problem. Went to my new Fire Stick in the bedroom. Okay. Logged into the AMC account. Yeah. Boom, no problem. Got it. Done. Then I say, tell Jamie this story, and she says, oh, I got a good $30. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Right. So she's all drama. All drama. She can't get it to work because, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to put in your provider of your cable service. Which I picked Infinity, and it says, oh, you have to call, and I did, and they go, we don't know about any promotion. Right. And then I'm, and they're like, well, we don't know what you're talking about. Right. But you have to go through AMC Premier's website. Which I did. But then when you click on Xfinity, 
in particular, I guess, that's the only one I tried. It said, oh, you have to call your provider. And I did, and they acted like I was an idiot, and they had no idea what I was talking about. Right. Then you texted me like I was lying to you. No, no. I yes, Because I saw the promotion. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I followed the instructions from my cable company, and right. it, it bit the big one. So when I bought it, they didn't ask me for my provider. When I went into my new Fire Stick, they didn't ask me for my provider. Oh, man, I need that. But when I went to the old... Oh, the old The stick. old Fire Stick. The old stick. The old stick. The old faithful stick. <laughs> Uh, and I tried to put it in. You know, we oh, have always yeah, a problem to try to put, in the, put old in the old stick. stick. <laughs> it said, "It said, what's your service provider?" Which I put in my service provider, yeah. logged in, and then it said, "Log into your AMC account," which I did, and it said, no, "We don't have a username or password like this." Oh Lord! I'm like, no, yes you do. Yes you do. I, I just know did what it. the password is, so I logged out on my phone and logged back in. Yep, it's the right password. Okay, it's all good. I know what it is, and it's telling me there's no account. For an hour, I'm trying to, it's not working. I hate that shit. So I logged out, logged back in, logged out, logged back in of my service provider. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I, you can't call AMC Premier. They don't have oh, an so like effing phone. There's no number for that. Nope. When you look up the number, it says, please use this email address and we'll get back to you. Oh my God. What, in two years? Okay, so here's my problem, and we're going to talk about The Walking Dead. This is The Walking Dead. We're but talking this about... is a problem because we're trying right. to provide content. I know this for you is guys. slowly becoming the Brooklyn Boys, but uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, that's in case you don't know, the Brooklyn Boys is my, one of my other podcasts, which is very yes. successful. We're happy with that. Available on all platforms like this one. <laughs> anyway, so I said, "Fine, I'll email them." Fine. So I email them a very detailed, wow, step by step by step. And what I tried, and what didn't work, and what the problem is, and the whole story I just recapped for you. Okay. And I get back a form, six-paragraph email from a fake name that says- A fake name? Well, you know, like, it's not really George. Yeah. So so, um, so it's a long email, and it, it says, not what I told it. <laughs> oh, if you're having a problem oh, logging God. in, but not my problem. It says, here's what you do. Again, the solution was not my problem. It was just a robot. So I wrote back email. and I said, it's bad enough that you have no blank and blank and phone <laughs> in the year 2020. <laughs> but then you have the audacity, once you give me the impression that you guys are majoring in email responses. Yeah, we'll, we'll be What's your thing? That. Well, we're email responders. Oh, okay, fantastic. You send me a form email <sighs> that says, any further questions, reply here, right? So- you're basically trying to cut down and hope for the best with the first email. Oh, totally. That's what they're doing. So I said, here's the actual problem. The problem is read my damn email. <laughs> Have a human being read the email. Oh. So I guess there must be a read the damn email department. Okay. So when you come back with the, I'm not happy with your- Yeah, uh, read the damn email. Right. So they got back to me with a detailed solution to my problem based on my actual problem. Okay, so it was, it was your problem this time. I didn't say that. It, it said that this is the solution. Oh. They said, try this. Mm. It should work. So now I have to go and log out of the account on the phone, log into my service provider, even though it didn't ask me to. Yeah. And now figure out on the new Fire Stick how to log into my service provider, even though it didn't ask me to. Oh my. And by the way, you don't have to tweet me. I, I, I'm good. If I, if I beg for help next week, you can tweet me. I'm sure I'll figure it out. It, the point is, if it works on one Fire Stick, it should work on them all. And you shouldn't need my service provider. As I, turned, as I told Jamie... If I don't have a, let's say I cut the cord. I don't have a service provider. That's what I texted you. I said, well, what right. if you don't have it? Right. So I, I wrote back to this woman who sent me this, whoever it is, uh, and uh, who knows how she identifies. Yeah. Uh, the name could be male. I don't know. And uh, I said, just out of curiosity, 
What if I didn't have a service provider? Are you not taking my money? Yeah. I have not heard a response back, form, response, or otherwise. A lot of people have cut the cord and they don't have a cable. Or so here's a what I'll say. If you can get it and it works, it was really good. I got to watch it with no, like I said, no commercials and, and when I wanted. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, I, I understand why the I ratings... haven't given up yet. If the trial, if the thing is still there, I want to get on the phone again right. and try to work it out. The other thing is if I get myself logged in, We'll get this through, but I told you to use my login this week. That's very sweet of you. After Thank this you. week, we yes. may have to split the 30 yeah. bucks and call it a day. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. on that. Yeah, I figured it's a win-win if, for if us. If we can at least lock in. Right, but it's just kind of a dog. Okay. So, I feel trapped. Speaking of trapped, uh, episode nine, uh, season 10, episode nine, Squeeze, starts off, they're all trapped in the cave uh, from where it left off before the, uh, before the break. And they're all looking around like we're on a platform. By the way, kudos to Alpha for finding a cave where the entrance, for some reason, happens to have a ledge that slides you down onto a platform that just happens to be high enough for the walkers can't reach you. Yeah. Good job picking that cave. How'd you do that? And somehow she walked into that cave, but she didn't fall down the slide. Yeah. So where did she go? I I don't know where she went. Right. Is there a left or a right in the dark that they didn't notice? Who knows? There were there were etched in arrows, but you know she had been there a million times, so she probably knew. Maybe there was a few ways in and out. So Alpha is up on a top ledge of the cave. They spot her, and Carol screams in a way that didn't make sense to the scene. A lo- I actually was reading online. A lot of people thought that scene was kind of laughable and odd. Right. Like it was like, all right, well, what? It was. Uh, look, I understand. Al- um, Carol's cracking. Yeah. I get it. But that scream toward her was, that was only giving her ammunition, too. Also, you don't scream in general like, oh, I hate you. No. You scream, I'm going to fucking kill you! Yeah, that's what you yell, but... I tried to keep it uh, non-explicit. I was a little muffled. Just now I went, fucking! But I did say shit earlier, so it's explicit. <laughs> eh, it depends on where you fall on the <laughs> shit. Like, true. And, and if you fall in shit, which we'll talk about in yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right, so Alpha walks out of the cave and tells her minions... Don't let them get out. Yeah. Now, here's another question I have. I have to call location bullshit. I've not yeah. called bullshit in a while. Yeah, no, you haven't. So, Alpha was way up on the in the cave. Yeah. Okay? After the scream, she's walking out of the entrance. They all went in. And yeah. tells her minions, don't, don't let, let them, them get out. out. Where was she? she must have been hiding or something. Okay, so I have a couple of questions. Don't let them out. It struck me, if you ever watched the old 60s Batman show... Where the villain would say, "Okay, you're trapped in this machine," yeah. and once that that coffee cup drips and causes the scale to you're go dead. up, you're dead. Yeah, and I'll be at the bank on Fourth Street while you're dying. <laughs> why? I'll why? Be at the bank on Street. Why not find a way to get them to slide right into the Walker Pit? Yeah, like why not build a rock or make put grease on the or platform, s- make them slip or something. Right. If you're gonna trap them, have something that would not let them land on a platform big enough for all of them. Yeah. Anyway, so. You're telling me that when she ran into the cave, there's some kind of hidden passageway. She found a cave yeah. with a slide and a passageway. <laughs> a slide and a hidden passageway. And the passageway somehow goes around to the other side of the cave and has a viewing ledge. <laughs> like you're in an opera house or something. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah that is exactly what it looked like. So I, you're, that's some cave. Very layers. Hey, a lot uh, of layers. I need a cave or it'll fit perfectly my hoard. <laughs> 
and have a sliding ledge. And secret passageways. To a opera viewing platform. <laughs> so I can watch. In the mezzanine. From my from my, my booth. Uh, I just found that all to be a little confusing. Like if you, look, if you watch the show as it's going on, most people don't think of that. But, but, now, we but think, this but is we how do, we look at we it. Do, I don't know if you noticed this, guys. We we, we're doing a Walking Dead podcast. <laughs> and if we're going to provide snappy banter. Yeah. This is what I'm talking we look about. look for these things. So I'm calling... I'm calling cave location bullshit. Okay. <laughs> slip and slide in the cave. Come on. They try pushing Nadia up the rock wall. That doesn't work. I guess she was. they weren't going to push Jerry up the rock wall. Yeah. So. What would they have done? Try to pull him up the rock wall? I don't know. Good luck with that. All I know is that Norman Reedus jumped like a sexy little spider monkey all over that wall. Okay. I, I had to rewind twice. <sighs> you and Norman Reedus. He's so good looking. I just he's, his butt was in the air. He's like jumping. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Ladies, am I right? <laughs> and men. And men. We don't, we don't am judge. Am I right? Anybody? Anybody who's into men. Yeah. You know, we're not. He's just, a good looking man. I don't know. He's I don't. Fit. Uh, all right. He's got a nice anyway, butt. your boy Daryl <laughs> spots some water coming down the wall, and he figures that's a way out. So they just happen to have. A bunch of lily pad rocks that they can jump from one rock to the other. Oh my god! That yeah. are just far enough apart. They're stalagmites. Uh, stalagmites. Right, uh, right. Stalactites are tight to the ceiling. Stalagmites might reach the ceiling. Wow, I think that's the old. That's that's old. It's yeah. either that or the exact opposite, yeah. but it's the, <laughs> it's one of those. And so, don't tweet me. And so, uh, <laughs> they jump from one to the other, and they're just close enough that even Kelly with her bad ankle and and large Jerry. By the way, Jerry, the actor plays Jerry, uh, Cooper Andrews admitted on Talking Dead that his new stunt double made those jumps. He did not make the jumps. And Carol's a stunt double. Uh, but she said she made, well, they didn't imply she didn't make the jumps. Angel Theory definitely, she was pumped. She like did all her own stunts. She loves that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, they just happened to make it across. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, one of the walkers grabs Kelly's leg. Oh my God! And they cut the arm of the walker off. Did you notice what they did with the the walker arm? Did Daryl say, "Can I have that?" Daryl said, "Can I have the and walker arm?" And then I don't arm? know what happened. So some people did not realize what happened. I didn't. I, I'm that person. Okay. I thought originally he was going to use it like as walker blood and to fend off or. That's kind of where my brain went, and then I thought, "Did I see it? Where did it go?" No, the walker had a shirt on, and they used the arm and lit it on fire, and that was their torch. Mind blown. Oh my God. Mind blown. How did I not see that? This is why, Jamie, you listen to this podcast. I know, because I learn things because they're <laughs> <I'm> missing. <laughs> Carol is uh, says she's struggling, and Daryl says that's because you're claustrophobic. And Magnus says you should have thought of that before you got us all stranded down here. Oh, she was pissed. Aaron says this is not the time, and she says we have plenty of time. Yeah. Now, talking dead afterwards referred to the claustrophobia thing as a new character trait. Um, yeah, we never heard that one before. Right. And they said that according to the, the when they put things on the screen on Talking Dead, like little tidbit, yeah. they said Carol felt that her character should be claustrophobic hmm. to give her a little more depth and as a new character trait. Okay. However, however, some people on Twitter noticed that in the season finale of ep- of season one, episode called TS-19, when they're at the CDC, okay. five minutes into the episode, they're walking with Dr. Edward Jenner, and Carol says, are we underground? And Dr. Jenner asks if she's claustrophobic, and Carol responds, a little. So somehow, Whoa. somehow, the actress forgot, the writers forgot, 
Norman Reedus, who was right behind her, forgot. Oh. And so everybody forgot. I guess it was somewhere in her subconscious, you know. And she was like, let's do this. So kudos well, to the people. Well, thank God that... she didn't, if she said no in the first season, that would have been real bad. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not. I, no, no. I can do this. You know what? It reminds me of Friends, one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. But if you watch it over the course of 10 seasons, you may or may not notice things. But if you binge it, they constantly, oh, yeah, then, yeah. oh, we never owned a car. Oh, here's the car I had when I was, when I, they, you know, like they're yeah. Jewish, but then they make no reference to being Jewish for seasons. Yeah. Like they're, all of a sudden they're celebrating all, they don't say anything. There were a lot of things like that where they would say, oh, when I was a kid or uh, we never dated and they did date or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot of inconsistencies where you go, why wouldn't they, I don't understand. But why you're they, right. If you binge, you see everything. I, you're like, wait a minute. Right. I, I, it's one of the most famous ones in the movies. I, I think I've mentioned it on a previous episode of this podcast from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Okay. I'll reference it again here because it's been uh, probably a long time. So Wrath of Khan. So Khan was a villain. K-A-H-N. Was a villain from the TV show Star Trek. Okay. Which took place in the very late 60s. In 19, I want to say 84, don't tweet me, Star Trek 2 came out, The Wrath of Khan. And in it, they went back and referenced this villain Khan who they had teleported and his people that were, they considered themselves more intelligent, stronger, better than the human race. Yeah. They they sent them down to an empty planet and said, you want to be a ruler? Here's your own damn planet. Go rule there. Wow. And uh, good luck to yourself. And so, I don't know, 15 years later when the movie came out, uh, a landing crew of about six or seven people land on this planet. Okay. And either, I don't remember if they were, it doesn't matter, but if they didn't, they remembered he was there, wasn't there, he captures them. And he's going down the list of people. He's like, I don't know you. I don't know you. And then he says to check off one of the main characters from Star Trek, but you, I never forget a face. Mm. Right? Because yeah. now referencing the TV show. Yeah. Right? That actor was not on the show that season. He hadn't, oh. joined, he hadn't joined the cast of Star Trek. So you have to say to yourself, did the writers hope no, like geeks who watch, like I'm a geek, like geeks know stuff. They remember they, stuff. They've noticed things and they remember things. So was it that he, so Ricardo Montalban, I guess the actor, at this point he was he was already old. He was in his 60s and it was 20 years ago. Maybe he doesn't remember who was on the show, who was on the show, right? But you <laughs> would think, be. you would think, so he- Someone would cross-check But you, you would reference. think the guy who played Chekhov, yeah. Walter Koenig, he would know he wasn't on that episode. Yes, he should know that. Right? <laughs> and if he told the directors and the writers, wouldn't they have gone, you just wing it. Yeah. And so then people started coming up with theories that maybe his character was on the ship working in like the bowels of the ship. Oh my god, that's and a that stretch. Khan the character may have seen him and because he's so he's brilliant and his mind is so advanced, he would have remembered every face on the ship. Yeah. And just because we didn't see his character doesn't mean he wasn't on the ship. I mean that could be that's right. a stretch. Right. So we could we could assume <laughs> that Carol was claustrophobic and never told us on camera. Yeah. But she did. Yeah. But my point was, wouldn't the actress have remembered saying that? But again, it's 10 years ago. It was, or whatever. It was so, it was probably such a little line. But nobody remembered? You saying? think someone would remember? Oh, yeah. Remember season one? She said, now, yeah. I'm the little... writers may have remembered that and used it. Yeah. But then no one reminded the actress. So no. then when she did an interview, she's like, oh, that's a new thing I came up with. No, you didn't. <laughs> Look what I came up with. You didn't come Actually, up with it. Actually, it was written into season one. <laughs> you, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Magna looks right in Carol's face 
and says, what were you thinking running off on your own? Oh, yeah, she was mad. Um, well, you know what, honey? You didn't have to chase her, and you did. Right. Daryl says, I have, we have no time for this, and I found a way out. He used the, he used the match to see where air was coming from. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got it. We'll I need get... to go back and rewind and see that walker arm uses a torch. There you go. Uh, at the Whisperer camp, Negan is sitting by the campfire. Alpha, Beta, and Gamma walk off together, and Alpha says that the enemy knew exactly where to look for the herd. Now, we had talked about, did Alpha tell Gamma and lie to her and say the herd was there to see if she would bring them to the place where they weren't? Yeah. But that's not the case. Because up at this to this point, she doesn't she doesn't suspect Gamma. No, she doesn't. I thought maybe she suspected her and set her up. Yeah, no, she didn't. Or it was one of those, nobody knew but Gamma, and then they found out. It must mm. be Gamma. Yeah. She did not think it was Gamma. Um... Although Alpha looked like she was going to kill her right there. But... Oh, shit. She, she always has that look. And then Beta says, we've underestimated them. <laughs> Meaning they're pretty clever. And But my God, Gamma's face was like, uh, uh, uh. Like, right. eyes, eyes darting. If you're going to lie, put your mask back on. No one looked more guilty on the planet than her right. in that moment. She was like, like looking left like. Stop looking around. Oh, like, all she needed to do was whistle at that point. Huh? What? Huh? What? What? Nothing to see here. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alpha says the survivors must have spies, and she tells Gamma, go tell our eyes on the border they have failed. Oh, Meaning, boy. go punish those people. Woo-hoo. Back She's in the cave. like, oh shit, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go punish someone else. Exactly. Back <laughs> in the cave, Magna tells, takes Daryl's matches. She's getting impatient, and she runs off like she has a plan. Carol sits down with Daryl, and she says, I didn't tell you I was claustrophobic. Well, now we know you did. And he says, if I only knew what you told me, I wouldn't know shit. Meaning, if I waited till you told me stuff, I wouldn't know anything because you don't tell about me anything. You, about you anymore. So she says, look who's talking. Right. Daryl doesn't say much, but, you know, this is not the time for, well, how about you? Same he said, you. She said, yeah. Right. He says, I can't turn my back on you for a minute anymore. <laughs> I begged you to talk to me. I don't have to do with you anymore. You know, like, and we tried. Yeah. He did, too. People were referencing at that point online that she was getting like season four Carol, where she burned the bodies and Rick had to throw her into the town by herself and oh be like, God, go on your bad. own. Yeah. Then she rescued them in season five. Yeah. But like she's getting out of control. She's getting a little People bit, are yeah. suffering. Yeah. She says, I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, you know I can't. I just don't want to kill Alpha. I want to hurt her. Then she wants I to want her to regret everything she did. And then I want to kill her. Then I want to kill her. Alpha's never going to have regret. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. Daryl says, you went through all this shit you've been through. I, You know. I feel the same way, too. I feel the same way, unless you tried to stop me. Yeah. In other words, if Carol, if you came to me and said, Daryl, cut it out, I'd cut it out. Yeah. So, wink, wink, honey, cut it, cut the shit. Right. She, <laughs> he says, the people you, you care about are starting to get hurt. She's like, I know I have to stop Daryl. And he's like, don't bullshit me. And also, did anyone else feel like how you remember Maggie didn't care about Beth? She's way more upset about Henry's death than Sophia's. You never hear about him. Oh, Sophia. That was her real blood daughter. But Henry is just tearing well, her but, up. But somebody killed Henry. True, but she always seems way more upset over this. Well, she also lost the, uh, what's his face? She about look, lost look at the flowers, Lizzie, too. She lost Lizzie. Yeah, she's, well, she, kids in she her killed. life... Watch out. Well, she killed she killed Lizzie. Well, spoiler. She, yeah. She and she, who's the sister? Mika. Yeah, Mika. Well, Lizzie killed Mika. Spoiler. Um, and then she lost, what's his face? The little, little mousy kid. 
Sam. Oh, Sam. Yeah, all these kids. She should know that she's not going to do well with the kids. Just stay away from the kids, Carol. <laughs> Look at stay away from the kids, Carol. All right. Uh, when we come back, we've got to talk about Alpha Negan and. Oh yes, we do. All right. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Cooper Andrews, Jerry from The Walking Dead, and you are listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with Ryobi's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right. By the way, a minute ago we played the uh, the Jerry ID. Yes. Cooper Andrews. Uh, we I played it last him. week or the week before, figuring yeah. like, oh, we might not be able to play it again. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk. We'll talk about that, and we'll get almost up to that part. Uh, Nadi's walking around the cave with the matches, looking for air. A whisperer attacks her. Yes. The whole group shows up to help her and kill a whole bunch of whispers. Those are the ones that were supposed to make sure they don't get out of the cave. Yeah. Here's how you make sure they don't get out of the cave: put a rock in front of the exit. Yeah, or something. Right? If you, if you, bar- look, you know there's only two exits, maybe, right? Yeah. Barricade them. Yeah, duh. Or just stand by the exit. And then kill them when they come out. And kill them when they Not come out. Not that I want our people to die, but I mean, right. duh. Every bad guy does, goes, oh, let's go in there in the dark and fight them. <laughs> and, and they, they do the, the thing where they, where they run at them, like a stiff arm, like, with, I know. I'm going to come get you. Oh, and they're dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, our guys know how to fight. They're trained with weapons. Stupid walkers and whispers. <laughs> Um, some of them survive and run off. And Jerry's like, I think they went this way. And they're like, well, how do you know? So, well, there's an arrow here on the wall. He's like, they carved I know an road arrow. signs. Yeah, they carved an arrow. So, all right, great. Okay. Okay. Back at the Whisperer camp, Alpha is pooping. Oh, man. 
And Negan walks over and says, sorry to butt in, no pun intended. And, like, also, <laughs> did she even wipe her ass? She did not wipe her, her, her ass. Ew. And she says, the latrine is at the edge of camp for hygiene, not privacy. Okay. Uh, uh, whatever works for you. She just took Basically, poop, like, like took she's with the bear. She's shitting in the woods. Yep, and doesn't wipe her ass. What is she going to wipe with? Leaves. I guess. Something. Again, we've discussed her hygiene already. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. She's going to have some issues. I mean, who? like, if you saw that, I mean, within an hour of that. No, goodbye. Are you having sex with that? No. I mean, I'm not. Some people, I I'm don't not, know. I'm not. I'm not. All right. Goodbye. Uh, Negan says, uh, look, I have an alternative theory. That there, I don't think there's a spy in the woods. The spy you're looking for is in your camp. Snap. She says that her people know that the enemy only has to offer lies. Like, we don't have spies. Yeah. They know the enemy offers lies. He's and like, Negan uh, says, I think you do. Negan <laughs> says, believe it or not, I've been in the position you have been in. And unless you want to end up in the position I am now, you'll listen. I had a system. People followed me. But after a while of being king, or in your case, queen, people keep telling you your shit don't stink. You start to believe it. The thing is, it still stinks. Yep. Now, is he basing it on uh, history or what just happened in the woods? Uh, both combo job. Alpha asks who? Who do you think the spy is? Negan says, the big Frankenstein-looking guy is definitely a goose-stepper. Yeah. Now, if you don't know what that means, those are the Nazi soldiers that did whatever Hitler told them to do. Yeah. Okay? He says, I'm not, he says, it's not him, the little one. but the little one is close enough to you to know where the horde is and close enough to the enemy lines for them to get to her. Also, he saw her eyes have bugging out of her head when... Well, he's watching the episode like we were, because he, he has AMC premiere. Yeah, he was sitting in the woods going, oh, it's this one. And his wife was Instagramming about it. <laughs> Alpha puts a knife to his balls and says, if you utter a word of this to anyone, I will take these. Oh, then she pushes him to the shit pile oh, with all the flies. He like sat in it. Yeah. Oh. Back in the cave, they see footprints, which they assume is a way out. Carol... Uh, has another panic attack. Connie helps her by drawing you are okay on her so hand. Uh, the pathway is very tight. Now, here's the thing. This pathway that they're scraping their way through, the whispers ran through it. They ran out. So did they go the wrong way? Uh, they must have because they freaking ran through it like a... Right, they had no problem. The Olympics. It's a very thin cave, so they're walking through very thin walls, spaces. Um... I, I was getting a little claustrophobic. Uh, it's like, like spedunkling. Yeah, what? Spedunkling. Is that the right word? Say it again. Sp- <laughs> Am I saying it right? Say it again. Spedunkling. Spedunkling. Is that the word? No. What's the word? Spelunking. Spelunking. <laughs> Close enough. Spedunkling? Spedunkling. Spelunking. It was so, like- <laughs> did you did you go to uh, Spedunkling Donuts? I would never do that in my life. I'm what, terrified. go to Spedunkling Donuts? Spedunkling. Spelunking. Is that the word? Spelunking. Spelunking? Yeah. Okay. That's what it looked like. I know that because I played a game many, many, many years ago called Spelunker. Okay. Where you went down into Sorry, so it's not cave. Spedunkling. It's... It is not Spedunkling. But you knew what I was saying. <laughs> Only because- <Sadly. laughs> You know what? Only because my wife does that sometimes. She'll make up or say words like that. Yeah. And I'll go, you meant- well, She goes, you know what I meant. Yeah. You know what I meant. Right. But it was terrifying it's, to watch. It's terrifying for me to watch you say Spedunkling. <laughs> It's my not mother a word was my mother was a teacher. Nor is it a word anyone uses all the time because yeah, there's no it's such a word. Very as odd word. Hashtag spedunkling. <laughs> Don't tweet me. He no. straightened me out. Okay. <laughs> Listen, anything you tweet about this episode, you must hashtag spedunkling. Yes. <laughs> oh this my god. This is the snappy banter. <laughs> this is the snappy banter, yes. Um Daryl makes it out. Carol freezes and has another panic attack. She, you know what? 
nephew, Carol. Daryl's hand was right there. You could see his light and hear his yeah. voice. You have two feet to go. Just go. Let's go. Uh, Jerry's bringing up the rear. Why is the fat guy going last? And also, dude, take your armor there's, off. There's no one to push him. Uh, that was dumb. And he, right, take the armor off He's and give it to. He's scraping the metal up the sides. Right. I'm thinking you could give yourself another three inches. Well, <laughs> okay. In this peduncle. <laughs> I guess everything looks bigger when you're in a tight space. I, I guess. What would you know from tight spaces? I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he hears something behind him. And it's walkers crawling through the cave. Oh, my God. Somehow the walkers entered the cave. I guess they saw the arrow. Then they walked through the tight squeeze. Then they dropped down to crawl. How did they find this? Like, And then they were right by his ankles. And I'm like, oh, God. They're ankle biters. Ankle biters. <laughs> anyway, they start biting his shoe. Uh, Daryl pulls him out, and they show that he did not get bitten. No. Jerry's okay. They bit through the sneaker. Thank God Jerry's Thank- okay. He wasn't chubby stuck. Well, he was, but he got out. Right. We knew We knew he got out because we saw him in the trailer. Trailer guy. Thanks, trailer guy. You had one Th- job. Thanks, release early photos guy. <laughs> and then they had to crop the photos. You can't take down photos once they're on the internet. Yeah, that's true. All right. So now they see daylight, but it's across a big ravine. Uh, Daryl throws a torch into the opening, and it falls all the way down, and... Uh, and you could see that uh, it shows the horde. Ooh, that was a scary fall. Yeah. So they're still trapped. Uh, they go back another way, and they end up what looks like a mine shaft. Like, oh, they're in some kind of... You could see that, like, so was this some kind of... In the middle of nowhere? Yeah. There was a, it was a mine. Yeah. Okay, all right, fine, okay. Uh, back at the uh, Whisperer camp, um, Beta says that Gamma never made it to the border. We can't find her. We have people looking for her. Oh, boy. He says, maybe spies got her. And Alpha says, or maybe she's a spy. Oh, Al- oh great idea. Where'd you get that idea yeah, from, Alpha? Yeah, where'd you get that from? Alpha tells Beta to find her and bring her to me. Oh, boy. And Beta says, if she has betrayed us, I will kill her. He's hated her from the beginning. Yeah, but there's a pattern. Every time somebody does something wrong, he goes, I'll, t- I'll kill them. And she's like, no. No, you will not. Don't kill them. I want to tell them my evil plan first. <laughs> Like, she's a murderer. Yeah. He's like, no, let me deal with her. She says, bring her to me. I will deal with her and let the pack watch. Oh, jeez. So at that point, Beta's got to like, yes, the old alpha's back. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, back in the cave, Kelly finds a crate of dynamite, and Jerry says, it's wet. Put it back very carefully immediately. Why is wet dynamite bad, you ask? Yes, I was just, I actually wondered that. I didn't know why. It gets wet when the nitroglycerin inside of the dynamite Leaks out, Uh-oh. making it unstable and volatile. So it's active, or it could be. Yeah, easily... it means that. Well, you saw what happened. You, did you... Yeah, with Carol. Right. Yeah. Okay. Magna's in a rush to get out of there. Aaron says you need to slow down. You haven't eaten in a while. You're probably weak. And she says, "I have to get out of here. I didn't leave things well with Yumiko." So I thought that's not a good sign, man. If you don't have, you don't tie up loose ends, and you left in a bad way. That's not good for you on this show. No, it's not. That's going to be Yumiko. We didn't have closure. <laughs> the last thing you said to me was a fight. <laughs> So I don't feel good for Magna right now. Uh, Alpha says he's sorry, and Magna says, me too. So now she's yeah. sorry to her, her Yumiko. Yeah. Okay. Back at the camp, Alpha walks by Negan and some whisperer guy and says um, she wants Negan to follow her. So Negan says to the other guy, Look like, it looks like mom's mad at me. <laughs> okay. And the other guy looks at him like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, well, he does not care. Get, he doesn't get the joke. He doesn't get the humor. Yeah. She tells him to walk. She's walking behind him. She says, walk and do not turn around. She has her knife in her hand. 
He says, is this some kind of initiation? Like, he's still wisecracking. Oh, he is, yeah. He says, am I going to get the mask and that secret handshake? Yeah, like, am I, I know. In? He was such a ball buster. She doesn't find it funny. No. And he says, all right, I won't talk. He goes, and then he does talk, and he says, I got to admit, I'm not good with long silences. I tried. Yeah. I tried that whole second and a half. Uh, so uh, she says this, you know, stand, stare forward, don't turn around, and he stiffens up like he's about to get killed. He's like, she's going to kill me. By the way, she led him to a very open space. Right. I was like, yeah, the only bush that was there was hers. Hers. Well, we didn't. We didn't see. We didn't see. We didn't see her. No, we didn't. Yeah. There was no bush there either. Uh, He stands forward anyway. So uh, Alpha walks about ten feet away and says, "Take off your clothes." So again, he still thinks he's getting killed. It does look that way. Like he's gonna get skinned. Yep. So he starts getting annoyed. Like I'm a bad guy, but like you're crazy. Yeah. He says, "Yeah." I was right. We are different. I became a monster because that's what the world needed. In other words, yeah, I was bad, but you know, I had to be bad. That was I, everybody needed a leader to be a tough guy. Is I'm a good guy. Yeah, you know. He was like word vomiting and getting nervous, and, and he's still he's still delusional. He's like, I saved people. Yeah, I built something, oh, bitch. <laughs> she says, turn around, and he turns around like, all right, she's gonna kill me. Yeah. Now here's the thing, you probably could have outrun her. Oh yeah. She doesn't look fast. No. First of all, they all walk slowly like walkers. But second of all, she's not that fast. Although, if you watch the finale of the first half of the season, when she runs, right? Yeah. Carol runs towards her. Within a second and a half, everyone else runs after Carol. Yeah. Yet Alpha has enough time to stop, look around, run into the camp. Yeah. And I and I know that eventually walkers come out to slow the gang down from helping Carol. Yeah. But there's no way that Daryl wouldn't have caught her in the 10 seconds to catch up to her when she was only like a second ahead of them. Y- you would think so. I'm calling pacing bullshit. Pacing bullshit. Definite pacing bullshit. Um, anyway, uh, so he turns around and she he kind of looks like, what the hell He's is like, going what? on? <laughs> She's naked except for her mask. Whoa. She says, you were very brave to come to me and stand up about about what you did, meaning Gamma. Rack Gamma out. I just want to reward you. Oh, boy. She says, you're a crass man, and I recommend, I reckon you'd appreciate a crass reward. Oh, boy. I love crass. So she starts walking, and I'm like, I'm about to bang you as my way of saying thank you. And there's that. She says... Does my true skin bother you? Meaning wearing the mask. Yeah. I thought he meant like that gut, you know, oh. <laughs> the dirty legs and everything. Oh, that my, meaning her my true dirty skin. Form. I just pooped in the woods. And uh, he says, oof, just the opposite in a weird way. <laughs> oh, he goes to kiss her and he says, this is funny. He says, is this some kind of praying mantis thing where we have yeah. sex <laughs> and, he, and you kill me afterwards? Yeah. And she says, stop talking. He's like, uh, you didn't answer me. He says, I can't help but notice, notice. you didn't answer my question. <laughs> so then she doesn't answer him. No. So now he's worried she may kill him. By the way, she's no longer holding the knife. No. And if she is, God help us, where is she keeping where it? Where <laughs> is, I don't want to know about it. want to know. In the tight cave. Yeah. <laughs> he says, it's been a really long time, so I'll take my chances. In other words, I haven't had sex in a while. I've been in a jail cell for eight years. I'm going to go for it. I, I'll do you. Yeah, I'll do That's it. That's like, you know, the old, like, end of the end of the night, you're wearing beer goggles. Oof. He's wearing zombie apocalypse goggles. Drink till she's a 10. Also, he must also have beer nose. But, oh. Because he's not, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. They start making out. And I'm like, wait a minute. 
He's basically kissing the skin of a dead person. I know, because her... And then we see them both naked and... Yeah, they're filthy. All right, and all you all you saw, by the way, I just turned my head uh, to turn around uh, to see if the computer we're, we're, uh, that we're recording on is still recording. Yeah. And I hit my headphone. I saw her, yeah. Like, right into the <laughs> microphone. In case you're like, what was that noise at 38 minutes and 27 seconds? Yeah, and by the way, I made up that time. Don't tweet me. Yeah, don't tweet me. Oh, it was at 44. No, okay. All right. So that was gross. Uh, we got to wrap up the episode and talk about Talking Dead, uh, but let's let's hear from our friend uh, Ross Marquand, Aaron, who at some point put the mace on his hand. He's got those interchangeable weapons. Oh yeah, man, which, that was cool. Yeah, he's got that click of that right on his hand. So, all right, we'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This summer, click into Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot and get after those outdoor projects with some serious cordless power from RYOBI. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the RYOBI 40-volt battery-powered mower. Leaves and debris are no match for the 40-volt power of the RYOBI leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Tidy up those flower beds and keep your walkways looking sharp with RYOBI's 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Yard work, done and done. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source, The Home Depot. Shop now at The Home Depot or homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, so they found a hole by the mineshaft area, but of course, of course, it's not big enough. No. There just happens to be a hole not big enough. I'm wondering if Negan had that problem. Oh. oh. I feel like he did not have that problem. Yeah. Uh, Carol is missing, and so is some of the dynamite. Of course. Uh, Apparently, she went back to the ledge where Daryl dropped the torch. And she's climbing a rock wall. She's climbing the ledge of a rock wall. She's free soloing in there. Okay. Here's my thing. You're risking your life on this little ledge with no one there to help you. 
So you can put a stick of dynamite up in a crevice that you couldn't possibly have known was there until you crawled around the wall. That's true. She couldn't know what there was going to be one. I'm calling crevice bullshit. <laughs> Crevins and convenience bullshit. I'm also calling spadunkadunk bullshit. <laughs> spadunkadunk. <laughs> uh, and so she puts it up there. Now, were you going to, she was trying to light it. So I guess to bring the rock wall down on the the walkers that are down in the pit. How were you going to run off the wall when it took you like walking on the edge? Yeah, and and now you have a lit dynamite stick two feet from your face. And you're going to shimmy after Jerry said it was volatile, don't touch it. Don't, she's an idiot. I'm calling dynamite bullshit. She's getting a little angry with Carol at this point. I'm calling stick bull. (laughs) Stick bull. All right, TNT bullshit. Anyway, uh... She slips. Of course she slips. And now she's hanging from the cliff. Oh, my God. Daryl shows up because he knows she's an idiot. <laughs> Pulls her up. He can't turn his back like, on her for a second. What are you doing? She says, we could take out half the herd. And then she breaks down in tears. She killed my boy. Great, but the herd is down there. You're not talking about Alpha. Daryl says, you need to come with me. And, and stupid Carol reaches back for the dynamite anyway. Oh, my God. She's like, all right, let me just grab my purse. <laughs> <laughs> let me just grab my purse. Then it falls into the herd and blows up. Now the cave is collapsing. Now it's collapsing. But it Shocker. collapses in a way that the hole magically opens up more. Yep. So they start climbing out. Connie and Magna go back to see if Daryl and Carol need help. A huge timber wooden thing uh, falls. Jerry catches it. He's holding it up. Good thing it, it, it was uh, the beam was on top of Jerry. Yeah. Because if it was Kelly, she'd be killed. Thank oh, God. Oh, no, because Kelly thank weighs God, one pound. Thank God the beam landed on the strongest guy. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, I did enjoy the episode. I did. I, no, I did, too. But we're here to break it down. Yeah. We're being real. <laughs> anyway, Connie and Magna come back with Daryl and Carol. Kelly gets out. And, of course, there are whisperers up there because they must have heard the explosion. They knew exactly where to run to. Yeah. The hole they didn't know was there. Oh, my God. Anyway, they attack her terribly. They run past her so she can trip them. They're, they're all incompetent. It was they, bad. They're ter- like stormtroopers. <laughs> anyway, Aaron comes out of the hole and he kills them with his mace. Anyway, they uh, they keep showing the dynamite in the cave as it's collapsing. Whispers are coming in the cave now. Behind Magna and Connie, they fight them off, but now they're trapped because the whole cave caves in. That's what caves do. And there's rock all over the opening. But you see them at least 10 feet away from where it's collapsing by the opening. Yeah. They seem fine. Daryl tries to remove the rocks to get back to the opening. Aaron says, dude, it's going to take you at least a week to move those boulders. They'll be dead by then. You're doing no good. No, no, that was bad. Kelly says, that blast is going to bring walkers and whisperers. We got to get the hell out of here. Daryl looks at Carol like he's pissed. She starts crying like, it's my fault. Just be mad at me and tell me it's my fault. And Daryl's like, no, I'm I'm not giving you what you want. That I'm was gonna, a sad moment for her. She's like, I didn't get. You had seven chances this episode. Then Aaron just like walked right past her. I'm like, oof. Yeah, they all walk. They're all like, you dumb bee. They're like, bye. We're done with this. Oh, look, we understand you're having a breakdown. We get it. But they're all angry at her. She's Ezekiel, acting sad. Ezekiel lost Henry, and he was Henry's father much longer than you. Yeah. Really raised his sure, father, raised his brother. That's true. And he's he's you know he's got cancer to worry about, but still. Like Carol, you're you're Daryl. Daryl's your guy. He told you you're risking everyone's life. She's like, I know you liked Connie. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Yeah, conveniently, Connie's still in there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 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 
Anyway, uh, he says, you know what? The other whisperers got out faster, meaning the ones they just killed. There must be another way. He says, tell everybody to go home. I'm going to go find the other way into the cave. So if you watch the trailer for next week, it looks like Daryl is killing whispers. Yeah. It looks like uh, blood. at yeah. some point, Alpha is walking with about a dozen whispers and she's got her shotgun again. Right? She's uh, Yeah. And she's startled by something. Yeah. Then there's a scene where she's walking outside of an old gas station with her shotgun. Mm-hmm. Then there's a scene where she's on the ground crawling like she's been beaten up. Then there's a scene of Daryl in the gas station, bloody, like he got yep. beaten up. Yeah. Then there's a scene where uh, Alpha's neck is all bloody. Yeah. Trying to trick you. She has a cut on her cheek. Mm. Okay. And the cut is bleeding. Daryl may have punched her, is what I'm thinking. Ooh, right? Shit. Then you know she survives that because later oh, on yeah. in another scene, um, Negan is using the branches from a tree, like Laffa likes to get beat. Yeah. And he's beating her arm. He's whipping her with the, uh, giving her lashes. Oh, they're having some weird, so, some type so of now weird something. He's doing what the role Beta used to have. Oh, shit. But my point is, she has the scar on her cheek that she had from the bloody scene. Yeah. So she clearly gets back to camp because she has the scar on her cheek. Trailer guy. And yeah, and her eye is damaged from the fight. So. Oof. I believe Daryl must... He got a good. Daryl got a good. Uh, Talking Dead, Cooper Andrews is on the show, along with Lauren Ridloff, who plays Connie, her, and her translator oh. was there. And Michael E. Satrazimus, the director. Satrazimus. He was also the director of uh, Look at the Flowers, Lizzie's episode. Oh, okay. Uh, the In Memoriam was funny. See, did you watch The In Memoriam? Did you no, watch I, The In Memoriam? I didn't. <laughs> so... So let me ask you a question. Have you ever been doing... What are you doing? Hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? Have you ever been doing a Walking Dead podcast, right? And then the Walking Dead walks in. This I, is yeah. Joe Gatto from Practical Jokers. By the way, I am the Walking Dead right now. Yeah, by the way, thank you for introducing yourself, because I wasn't going to do that. Well, I know. I, people need to know who's talking right. now. It's Joe Gatto from Practical Jokers, now, joining I, my two favorite people. That's right. Now, can I just say, in the new Impractical Jokers movie, available in theaters now, and from what I understand, maybe available in more theaters going You're, forward. It's nationwide right. now. Would nationwide you like now. Nationwide, yeah. thank yeah. you. I saw it when it wasn't nationwide, opening night. I did too. And Jamie saw opening night, and we didn't I know did where each other went. Oh, really? <laughs> right. But, I, look like, I look like a character from do. The Walking Dead you, in the cave yeah, monster. Okay, I was going to say that. <laughs> so in this week's episode of The dying. Walking Dead, they're trapped in a cave. And so they're all, we're talking about the tight spaces and everything and how they looked in the cave. Yeah. Joe, with amazing makeup, <laughs> looks like a, a real Hollywood makeup. Right. It was a three-hour makeup. That's job. right, like a real deal. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he was like he looked like a cross between he looked a, like Nosferatu, Nosferatu, or like uh, a, a Vulcan from Star Trek. Yeah. My favorite part is they put me in a I'm, I'm the gonna beef get a picture of you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm, I'm, get a, I'm yeah. the beef T-shirt. There you go. So we put that up on our walkers. <laughs> That'll be on uh, walking on the score talkers. And you can say I'm the beef. By the way. Can I just say, so Joe, I don't want to give too much away, but Joe made references to things that may have happened earlier in his life. And I'm sorry. Like three or four of them were like 20 years before you would have been alive. <laughs> there was no continuity. There was no continuity. And I was laughing my ass off because I'm like, I know you were improv in some of those lines. Yeah, but you're like, oh, is George Washington okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, can, you, can you do me a favor? I got the, there's a license plate in the movie on, on the car. I'm not yeah. giving anything away. Yeah. The first half is clearly Larry. Yes. Right? Now I will, Oh, I was having hold trouble on. with that too. The second G8 half, G8 VP, which if I tried to spell it, was like gate VP. Yep. So then I was thinking, was there an episode of, of uh, Impractical Jokers where someone played a VP of the gate? And I'm trying to, I didn't want to ask you because I thought if I ask him, he's going to think I'm not a real fan. You know I'm a real fan. I know. What, what is gate VP? Gate VP is actually nothing. We did that to mess with everybody. Damn it! Oh, you got me, babe. 
damn it. Like, I, is it great? Is it, what is that? No, we Son of a bitch. joked everybody with it. We're like, you know, we'll make the first half Larry and then the second Son half is put four letters. Bitch. Okay. I was trying to figure out the other day with a pen and paper. Yeah, it's like one of the. It's like there's a lot of Easter eggs. One of that's one of them. One of my, my, one of my favorite Easter eggs actually is that uh, we have uh, uh, when Q goes up for the, his parents, we introduce him as Pete Folks. Yeah. And Pete Folks was the director of our TV show for like oh, four nice. seasons. Yeah, so we great. gave him a nice shout out. Oh, that's that was very nice. Super fans do that. That's nice. Well, as a super fan, yeah. I was trying to figure out the license plate. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I messed with you. Oh. Hey, listen, I don't want to detract from The Walking Dead, no, that no, television no, no, no. show. They have no, almost no, no. as many episodes as us. Almost, almost. Come over here. Get a picture with me All and right, Joe. Now okay. he needs a picture oh, so he, he can show people that he knows me. <laughs> really? I would think you'd want to show people you know me. By the way, I was having a conversation. We have a mutual friend. Hold on. Let's get the picture. Hold on. You do the headphones, whatever. I hope you don't cut this part out. Well, I hope you can't do the leaving. one, two, no, three. No, no, yeah. no. So, so, uh, so I was telling Mo Bounce, who uh, does afternoons on Z100 in New York, who is also a good friend of Joe's. And I said, you know, it's funny. In 2002, I met Joe, and Joe is his kid sending song parodies into the radio station. And we hit it off. We had the same sense of humor. And I always felt like, back then, like, I wanted Joe to feel like he was part of our show and he was on our level. I didn't want him to ever feel like he was just some kid who wanted to, like, annoy the morning show. I was like, anytime you want to send anything, anything you want. And now I said to him, I go, I hope Joe doesn't think I'm that guy now. That I'm, that I'm like, you're the big movie star, and I'm like only the guy on radio. No, I definitely, I, annoy, I definitely annoy you guys more than most morning shows. Oh, absolutely, shows. you do. <laughs> it, I got I to say. I think it's a roller coaster ride with me and Elvis. He started, he liked me, he was like, oh, and then he hated me, and now he's like, no. loved me, now he loves me. No, no, it's no. Very, it's very crazy. No, I, look, I've told this story, I think, on this podcast. I know Joe 18 years, I know Murr. Do you remember the, do you remember the first parody I sent you? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was the, um, uh, get your geek on. Get your geek on, I, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott. Can yeah, I say I, I can prove it? But it's still on my laptop. Eighteen years I later. I want to hear that. Yeah. Everything you ever sent me, I have. Wow. Legitimately, yeah. Wow. Also, I was telling I was telling um, Mo in the conversation yesterday. So about I don't know. After I knew Joe like four or five years, I didn't know I knew I knew Mar separately. Yeah. I didn't know you knew each other. That's right. And I, to this day, don't remember how I figured it out that you knew each other. I think maybe you guys talked to like, oh, I know that guy Brody from Z100. Yeah, he tried to name drop you to me. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. He's like, oh, well, I know the guys at Z100. I was like, no, I know the guys at Z100. Right. What are you talking about? I was on Z100. I right. was the morning show host for a day. Yes, you are. Yeah. So I know Joe for years. He's sending me stuff. I, I knew Murray from some completely unrelated thing. Yeah. And somehow they're friends, right? Uh, just, I think Murray asked him for money on the streets. He did. He did. In fact, I, I didn't tell you this, but I was cleaning up my. Uh, my office at home. I have a home office. And I have this drawer of stuff and I have a filing cabinet of stuff. And I found a DVD. I want to say from 2004, maybe five, that Murr sent me that he did some like home movie that he was trying to like get attention for. Subway. Yeah. yeah. So he oh. said, yeah. he sent me a, it was in a folder with a DVD. Wow. He's like, Can he had you... a whole press kit that he made. A whole own. press kit. The kid went in the hole for like a couple grand because yeah. nobody ever cared about it right. or bought into it. Right. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do with it because I'm in radio. I didn't know how to help him. So I told him at the time. This I'll, is why I'll... it didn't work. Mari is sending his movie to radio people. He's like, could you put like it's an old timey radio show. Right. I'm like, Mar, I don't know what to do with it. I love you. I'll try to help you, but I don't know what to do with this movie. Yeah. So now, 15 years later, I find it. So I text him with a picture of it. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I go, now that you're famous, this has got to be worth something. Oh, definitely. You can Have easily get $5. Dollars. Yeah, right. you can get $5 on eBay for But it. I feel like you guys need to go on The Tonight Show and be like, here's a clip from Murray's old movie. <laughs> and then it'll be worth something. So if you could do that, then well, I can go. On the show, we showed Murray's first real movie that he made out of college. When he graduated his college, his dad said, do you want me to buy you a car? And he said, no, Dad. 
I don't want a car. Could you please fund my first independent film? And it's right. called Damned. And it is the worst piece ever <laughs> oh, that you've ever seen. And we made him show it into a Hollywood, uh, in front of an audience. Oh, and we had a real, we flew into yeah, a Hollywood critic in. Yep. And she tore it to shreds right yeah. in front of him. And he had to like stand his ground. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, it was quality. All right, I hijacked enough of this. Get back and no, talk about dead people. We're I love wrapping you. up. We oh, love you. Oh, you wrapped up? Well, get yeah. out. Yeah. I love you guys. See you, Joe. Anyway. So there you go. Joe Gatto walks in. Yes. Yeah, so that's all that's true. We know Joe forever. Um, You've known him longer than me. Well, yeah, but he I've looked like... I've years. Go see the movie Impractical yeah, Jokers so because... Yeah, it's so funny, guys. He legitimately looks like... Uh, Newsferatu. Newsferatu, but he's in a cave. Uh, I was crying in the theater. Perfect so timing. Funny. Perfect timing. Anyway, so... Love, you see how tan he was? I know, he's always tan. Yeah, but here's the thing. He was on Elvis during the morning show with us Monday. Mm-hmm. He wasn't that tan. But they just started filming season nine, so I'm wondering if they had to go to oh, a tanning they, they salon. Did. They did. Or something. They but started he, filming this week, you're right. They did, season nine. Season nine. Crazy. So I just tell you, here's, so here's something about the Impractical Jokers. We'll get back to Walking Dead in a minute, I promise. So in 2011, before there was a show, Joe and Murr sent me some early footage of the show to see what I thought of it. And uh, one of it was was uh, was Hey Mustache. If you watch the show, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Don't call one me of them mustache. was a shoe store bit, and one of them was the Larry. Right? Yeah. So I had seen that maybe eight months before the show ever got on television. Wow. And I said to them, I go, guys, this is a hit. Like, yeah. I was, this is genuinely original and yeah, funny. funny. And I said, they're like, really? I go, no, no. Legit. So I'm very happy. I mean, their success is just unbelievable. We love that. But they're still like Joe and Murr. I mean, I, I, I know Sal and Q also. Yeah. But not like I, these two guys I just know forever. Yeah. I didn't see, I didn't know that. All these years later, I couldn't That's figure so out funny that, that they- Murr name dropped me. That is hilarious. To Joe, and like, he's like, no, sorry, he's my friend. Yeah, he's like, I just want to let you know, I know that I know Brody from Z100. I'm like, uh, oh. well, I do too. Yeah, Murray. So Murray used to pay me. He worked at an acting school, mm-hmm. and at the end of the, at the, every semester, at the end of the semester, they would have like the people at the acting school who paid money to be in this acting. It was like an acting and how to get into show business school. Yeah, they had a panel. I may have told this on this. I don't. I, if I did, I'm sorry. If I told this before in this podcast, they had a panel. They would have people in the industry. The guest booker for Jay Leno and David Letterman's wow. guest book, uh, comedy managers, acting, casting agents, different people from the industry. Yeah. And so my friend Greg Charles, who is the does <gasps> PR for Caroline's Comedy yes. Club, the greatest comedy club in the world. I've played a lot of them, but that's the best. Yeah. The best on the East Coast. It's a legendary club. He says to me, oh, hey, I'm doing this thing. I know on this panel, would you like to come make some money? And you'll talk to people and tell them about the industry, answer questions on a panel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, the guy running that panel every uh, semester was was James Murray. Murr. So Murr would hire me, get me that money. That is too funny. I so love I knew, this story. I knew Murr for years. Yeah. Not knowing he knew Joe. Yeah. And then- Meanwhile, uh, they were BFFs. Right. Well, clearly, they were yeah. BFFs for a while. <laughs> and I can't believe they effed me on the license plate. <laughs> I am I so mad. I was literally trying to figure that out the other day. I'm rating it. I'm like, all right, G- I'm like, oh, Gabe VP. Great. But G- then I'm like, because I watch every episode. I'm a little behind, but I'm like, they wouldn't have made a reference from this season. They would have yeah. made. I've seen all the early episodes. I have everything DVR that Me I have. Too. So I'm like, what is the Gate VP? Was there like, some VP episode like I'm the VP of the Gate? You can't get in. That I'm was like, a mind F. They mind F me. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe Gatto. All right, well, they're waiting to get in here. So, oh, are they? Oh, yeah, so, they are. Right, okay. So, to- <laughs> so, Talking Dead, really. Um, uh, Norman Reedus says Carol is almost at the point when Rick had to leave her in town four, in the town in season four. Like we talked about uh, the poll. Would you have tried to blow up the horde like Carol did? 49% said yes. I would have thought about it, but she was getting a little crazy. Uh, second poll was what was your reaction to seeing Alpha and Negan have sex? Great, 13%. Grim, 19%. Ooh. Gross, 67%. Uh, Connie wondered how Negan would get it up. 
Because, you know, he's she's so gross. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so next week, the show is delayed for a show called Dispatches from Elsewhere with Jason Segel, Sally Field, and Andre 3000. It looks interesting. I don't know, interesting enough to delay my ass. Yeah, from I, don't, I don't think Dead. about that interesting. And uh, there you go. Next week on Talking Dead, Thor Birch, uh, who plays Gamma, and Denise Huth. Huth. Huth, there it is. Okay. Oh, there you go. There's our celebrity <laughs> drop-in. Uh, yes, Joe Gatto. Thank it you. It is uh, definitely him. time. What time is it? It is time, time to, to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.